Hello, my humans, magical humans, magical creatures. What's up? Welcome to the favorite thing to do on a Tuesday, besides you know what. Uh, it's Get Wood with your friend Jess Wood. Hi, I'm Jess. Hello, I'm your friend. <laughs> now you know. Now you ready for it? Are you ready for this friendship? Do you think you could handle it? Do kids you really handle this friendship? Do you think so? I think you can. I think you can, because first of all, it starts with consistency. That's easy if you're not completely depressed and in the bed. And if you're completely depressed and in the bed, fuck it, get in the bed. You know, as long as you're not in there and you're missing meals, get in the bed. Uh, I'm out of the bed today. I'm all stacked with my gold. I wanted to just give a big, big shout out to, uh, oh, my affirmation is ready. Does anyone else do affirmations? What, you know, I subscribe to this app called Moonly. And Moonly is a, uh, you know, call it a spiritual kind of, moon. well, it's a moon app. Is it, does it, I guess its name kind of gives it away. Moonly tells you when the moon is in new, when the moon is in full, when the moon is in whatever. And Moonly sends you kindly a, a daily affirmation on Moonly. So I recommend it. I think it's like, it might be something per year. I might have paid like $15 per year for it. But I also turn on the uh, area of it. Sounds like I'm touching it in, a, in an area. Maybe it doesn't want to. But Moonly has an area where you can listen to different noises, noises, sounds, because it's not noises. This is, this is a noise, a different sounds like uh, crickets. Um, what else? That's not the one I listen to. What's the one I listen to? Oh, flute, flout, very calming kind of, it's set, it's with my setting right now in Albuquerque, it seems perfect. Like just just calm it. Kamate, kamate, Jesse, kamate. So a uh, lot to get to this week. I'm so excited. What a week I had. What a week. Um, First off, I want to start with giving uh, a little shout out to uh, that I have been touched. I have been this week. I was touched not by the Lord, although <laughs> I hear he's a randy one. I was touched by a touch of Mississippi. That's right, y'all. I ate the fucking bet. Oops, excuse me. I was trying. You know what? I'm really, I'm challenging myself not to curse. Is that weird? I'm like the cursor from a nurser. I'm like the first curse. That's all you hear. I'm Bernie Mac is a hero of mine because a motherfucker. Now I can't stop if once I start. It's like eating a piece of bread. You know, when you're like, I'm not going to have any bread today. Let me just have a taste of this muffin. And then it's on. And then your body's just like, can I get some more bread? Who else has any bread nearby? Um. Anyway. I go on tangents. It's true. I do. But you know what? I love a tangent, especially if you can get back to where you were at. And where was I at? I was at where I'm supposed to be talking nice to ourselves. You know what I mean? I was talking affirmations, which a few people don't believe in. And I get it too. I mean, if you're not, if you don't believe what the fuck you're saying to yourself, like I deserve love. And then you have a boyfriend who fucks around and, you know, uh, has sex with people in the, in the Uber and stuff like, I'm not, I'm telling my own story. I'm not... <laughs> Don't worry. I am. This is all just personal experience. So, uh, 
the affirmations, I do it once in a while. I look at and I and I'll post one if I really feel like it's a, a situation that seems really close to me. Anyway, I was touched by a touch of Mississippi and a touch of Mississippi. Uh, you must follow him online. And if you are local, if you are anywhere near Albuquerque, you must order some food from Cha Cha. That's right. His name is Cha Cha and he makes some bomb ass food. Now, I'm worried more about saying the B word than I am for cursing at all because then they're like, who's talking about being, being bomb? You know what I'm talking about. So I went and I rode my bike. Now here's a big deal this week for, for you folks. I don't know if you know this, but I've had a bike for years, years. I've had Jenny, Jenny the bike. Yes, her, she came with a name. I didn't name her. I wish I could take credit for how cool that would be if I named my bicycle. But I, it's not a motorcycle. A lot of people have uh, gotten in touch with me and asked me, hey, Jessica, when you talk about your bike, is it a a motorcycle and I really like that I might be a lady who rides a motorcycle but I'm not I'm not a lady who rides a motorcycle even though I might dress like one sometimes <laughs> what's up daddy and uh so my bicycle and I we've traveled so much together we were living I got her in New York and when I was living in New York City, I had to, I, I didn't have to, but to save money on the Metro cards, which is what your little thing is for the subway and the bus, I rode Jenny, my bike. Let's all calm down. <laughs> oh, Jenny, hot little Jenny. She's, she's bright yellow and she's very cute. And I would ride her like across the Brooklyn Bridge, across the Manhattan Bridge, back again and again and again. And it was, I really got some, first of all, my ass was tight as a conga drum. That's a, that's a line that I heard uh, David Allen Greer once use when I was lucky enough to see him live at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. Oh my God. He talked about a girl's ass. He was like, tighter than a conga drum. And it was, oh, I just, I'll never forget. You know, it's one of those things that you get those lines in you. So I can't say tight. <laughs> okay. Calm down. So, uh, what was happening? So I, uh, I had my bicycle and it got my ass very tight and I would ride her back and forth over the, and miles to, to work. And I worked at Criff Dogs, the hot dog place in the East Village. And so I'd ride from Brooklyn to the East Village and across the bridge and back again and really fucking ride the shit out of that girl. Anyhow, <laughs> hey, anyhow, then I moved to Los Angeles and I took her I took her to the Brooklyn bike shop and I said, hey, hey, fellas, how you doing? And they said, how you doing? They said, hey, this is your bicycle, Jenny. I said, yes, this is her. Please take very good care of her and wrap her up very nicely and ship her to Hollywood. I am moving to Hollywood back to my hometown. And so they said, uh, sure, no problem. And so they boxed her up, you know, they took her apart and they boxed her up and they, and they shipped her out to me in Hollywood. And where I was staying at the time was on the top of this canyon, a mile and a half up Beachwood Canyon, it was called at beautiful, gorgeous. And my friend, what a, what a love to let me stay there right when I first sat down, me and my cat. <laughs> How do you do? Yama! Anyway, that, that was her name. Um, so I was staying at his pad. The bike came. I invited a friend over to build back the bike for me because he was like a bike guy. And he came back and he built it all back. And then he said to me, but wait, Jessica, don't ride the bike yet. You got to wait until you take it to the bike shop and you tighten it up. And then you'll have a ready, doable, rideable bike. And I was like, sure, sure. No problem. That sounds great. But 
Did I listen to him? No. Did I take heed in the in the in the warning that he gave me after he had left me with this loose ass bitch bike? No. I jumped on Jenny the next day and I said, "Come on, girl, we can make it to the bike shop by ourselves." And I rode her that mile and a half down the the canyon and she's a rattling and a shaking like never before and as i said i've had this bike for years so i would know if it was a rattler or a shaker never was rode real smooth so at one point during the ride down the canyon i stop and i get off of jenny and i look her up and down and i go jenny you seem like rattly what's up but then i can't see anything rattly so i go ah whatever jenny so i hop back on the bike rattly rattly shakily shakily now we get down the canyon and we're now on franklin avenue which is a pretty big trafficy <clears throat> avenue in Hollywood and I get down there and all of a sudden and I've passed the little birds area there's like an area with there's a restaurant called birds and a, the bourgeois pig and it's very like fancy and you know whitey politey and trendy bendy and uh I thank god was passed there and got to the next light and a screw flew by me in the wind and as this screw flew by me I thought to myself gosh that looks like an important screw and i didn't even get through the word screw y'all i was the chain dropped the brakes dropped i was thrown over the the, the front of my bicycle over the handlebars blam into my ribs and down onto the ground and ah and i opened my eyes and it was like a movie like i opened my eyes and there was just gravel I, you know when you just see gravel, just road, it was just asphalt right here. And I was like, uh-oh. And thank God I had a helmet on. This is how you got to wear your helmet, kids. I mean, shit, we were raised, if you were Gen X or helmet, pads, I don't have any of that shit. But now I'm scared. I'm like, ooh, I could bust my head open. And that's exactly what I would have done. Busted that head open in, on Franklin Avenue. So I get up. And I'm in shock and I'm bleeding from the face. And so I get up and I grab my bike and I'm like, ah, and I, and the bike and the chain is dropped and the brakes are dropped. It's all fucked up. And so I'm standing there and I'm bleeding. And all of a sudden this white man comes up with an orange vest. You know, the orange vest that like, maybe he works for the city and he's got this orange vest, like a reflective vest on. And so he comes and he's like, hello, I saw you have an accident. Would you like to put your bike and yourself into my van? And I know maybe a lot of you are saying to yourself, no, oh my God. And this is my first week back at home in Hollywood. And I was like, yes, please. I'll go in your van. And I went into the fucking, into the van. Okay. He drives me to the bike shop. We walk into the bike shop and now I realize how bad I look because all the boys at the bike shop are like, ah, miss, miss, are you okay? And they're bringing me over alcohol, like rubbing alcohol and they're pouring it on my face and my head. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not okay. But I was okay enough to tell them not to give me a new handlebar. Motherfucker, bang that out. I don't need a new handlebar. I'm not that messed up. But anyway, I get my little ticket from my little tag. Then I go back into the man's van. Why, Jessica, why? Why? I was in shock. I was in shock and I and, and I needed a ride. You know, a ride at the bus in Los Angeles is horrifying. It's like once an hour and here I am bleeding from the face. I kind of thought maybe I should just jump back into the man's van. So I get back into this white man's van. And again, he's got the, he's got the vest. So I say to him when we're back in the van and we're driving, I say, oh, so how long have you worked for the city? And he goes, what do you mean? And I go, well, you got that, uh, orange vest on it's like the city i figured you worked some sort of construction or something and he goes no i just have the vest oh 
oh, so now I'm thinking, uh oh, here we go. Here we go. Now I'm not really that scared, but I'm like, oh, he just has the vest like to pick up randos on the street. Like, hi, can I help you? I have a vest and I look authoritative. And so Oh my God. So then he's, so we're in his van, this stranger white man who's now, he doesn't have the orange vest on anymore. And he's admitted he doesn't work for the city. So we're sitting there and all of a sudden we're at a red light and there's a car in front of us. This man gets out of his van, me sitting in the passenger seat, still bleeding from the face. And he gets out of his van and he goes to the car in front of us and he starts yelling at the guy in the, in the driver's seat. Now, nothing has happened. Nothing has conspired here. We're just sitting in traffic. There is nothing going on. But he gets out and he yells at the guy in the car and then he comes back in to the van and he sits down in the red light and he goes, man, I'm crazy. Okay. Now, when someone says to you, I'm crazy, man, woman, child, I don't give a fuck. If someone says that to you, as soon as you hear that, here's what you got to do. If you're in a closed space with them, if you're you know, in a car, say, or a room, here's what you say. <laughs> I mean, I know. I mean, I am. Aren't we all? Because you want to, you want to, you want to connect. You want to connect with the crazy. You don't want him to think that you think he's right. Like, yeah, mother. I saw you yell at that person in the car. You are crazy. But no, 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 no. We're all crazy. We're all just not so here. This land is our land. I don't think this land is your land. So he goes, no. And here's what I'll never forget in my life. I will never forget this. And I wrote it down and I told a friend when I got out of, okay, here we go. He looks at me and he goes, no, I mean, crazy. Like it's really surprising. You haven't seen me on 2020 or Dateline yet. That's when it dropped in. That's when it all came clear to me. I got to exit stage left over here. <laughs> so I go, hey, and we're still at the red light. And I go, hey, you know what? This is perfect. This is actually perfect. This is a perfect spot for me to get out. And he goes, I thought you said you lived in a canyon. Ah, did I even tell him I told him where I lived? I don't remember because I was in fucking shock, bleeding from my face. So I go, no, nah, it's a really short walk, mile and a half. It's fine. I got this. And then he goes, hmm, suit yourself. And I felt like he was saying, hmm, you saved yourself. And I'm talking about two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not talking about like midnight, 1 a.m. Oh my God, what you doing in that van, Jessica? Okay, it was my bad to get into the van in the first place. But good Christ. So I got out and I got back to the place I was staying at and I was safe and sound, but I did have a very bruised and, and fucked up face to the point where men that I'm friends with would not have coffee with me after the accident because I did, I looked like I had gotten a beaten. <laughs> I looked like I had burned that goddamn pot roast. Uh, so yeah, so that is a story all to tell you now that I have my Jenny, my bicycle, my lovely, lovely little girl behind me. She is here for me, ready to ride. But I had a real fear for the last couple months that I've been here. Uh, oh man, was I scared. And I didn't realize I was scared to just open my eyes and see asphalt again. You know, when you have a bad accident, that's the thing. Oh man, when traumatic shit happens to you and you're used to it, it's like you kind of go, yeah, whatever. It's fucking, that's what, that's how I live. I live anxiously. I live like trying to control everything, even though I have control over nothing. So I just live, you know, in an anxious state all the time. Like, don't ride your bike. You're going to fall on your head again. And a white man's going to bring you into his van. Like, no, 
Let's be realistic about this. And also let's bring a little of the Buddhism in if I can, if I, sh- I shall, I may. Let's be present. Let's not bring old experiences into new experiences. Now I'm in Albuquerque. If I fell and hit myself, hurt myself on my bike in Albuquerque, probably not going to be a white man, which God bless. They are frightening. (laughs) And I don't just mean that because I'm trying to please my mom still, even though she's dead. But I really, you know, it's rare to me. I have a few white guys in my, in my roster, but I, but they're like Polish and Jewish and black and Mexican and native and, oh God. All right. So let's get, go. let, let me tell you about the Albuquerque Art Walk this Friday night. If you did not join me, go back and watch that shit. It is fantastical and amazing, but there were some things that we didn't get on camera, which I want to talk to you about now. Okay. So the Albuquerque Art Walk is the downtown Central Avenue Art Walk that happens the first Friday of every month here. And that was my third time going. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing myself on the locals. That's what I'm doing. I <laughs> know I'm ingraining. I'm ingra- ingratiate, ingra- I'm ingrained. I'm trying to get into the whole situation and I want to support local and I want to, you know, all the things. So I take the bus down there and, and, uh, on my way, I was uh, walking, there was a guy with a, a baby in a stroller and these two guys, I think they were a little drunk, a couple of native fellers, uh, they were coming to it. And I don't mean that in any way, be, except for the truth that uh, they were characters and they were hilarious and they were kind of smiley and kind of bumping into each other as they walked. I think they'd just gotten off work or something. And, uh, the baby in the stroller, it was a white guy and the white baby and the white guy was kind of like, Hmm, you know, it was a little whitey up tidy, but the guys come in little drunky guys. They were like, Hey baby. Like they fucking loved seeing the baby. They were so excited to see the baby, but I thought how off it just didn't seem like, you know, you think like I would be excited to see the baby. I was near the baby too in the street. And I was, I was like, well, whatever fucking baby, you know, like I don't give a damn about it. I mean, look, if you have a baby, God bless. Good for you. Good for you and your baby. But I don't need to be like, Oh my God, a baby. And so instead of this white lady being fawning over the baby, these two <laughs> drunk, like funny guys were walking up to the baby in the stroller and they're like, Hey baby, what's up, baby? How you doing, baby? And then one guy goes, Oh baby, you want a dollar? Do you want a dollar, baby? And I, and, and the other guy's like, yeah, baby, you want a dollar. And I was like, what, what kind of talk to the baby is, do you want a dollar talk? I just, I don't know. I've never heard anyone <laughs> ask a baby if it wanted a dollar. It really made me laugh a lot. Now tell me if I'm, if I'm slow on, on, on something culturally. <laughs> and you're like, of course they asked the baby if, if he wanted a dollar, Jessica, that's what we do in Albuquerque. When we see a baby, we're like, Hey baby, you want a dollar? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why these guys asked the baby if it wanted a dollar. First of all, the baby can't say anything. Second of all, the white man, the father was like, huh, he was like not even making eye contact with them. And then I was standing kind of in the middle of everything and I was laughing. I was like a dollar and I just kept laughing. So yeah. And <laughs> a dollar after I go and get my hair cut at Cha-Cha, okay, Cha-Cha also not only is a cook, if you were watching since the beginning of the show, you heard that I got touch of Mississippi. Yeah, maybe they were coming from a strip club. This baby wants a dollar. 
it looked like it needed a dollar. I was, Deb, I was going to make a strip club joke. And then I thought, eh. But I was like, I couldn't tell if it was a boy or a girl. Maybe it was a girl and they were starting to train it. Like, come on, baby, you want a dollar. Show me your fucking ass. And then it's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> ah, yay, um, so I uh, kept walking. and uh, But where I'm going to get my haircut later... It's like the hippest fucking place ever. Now listen, LA, listen, New York, you think you're cool. You think you're hip. I got to tell you something. I don't mean to blow this place. I don't really want to tell anybody all this, but this place is unreal. It's got everything that, well, at least for me, like I, all my favorite things are here. You ready? First of all, oh God, <laughs> low riders. Oh my God. Every time I go outside, I see a, a fucking shiny ass, bumping ass motherfucking core. Uh, secondly, succulents. Are you crazy? The amount of succulents that are here are like to die for. I get, I'm stunned. I'm stunned by the views. I'm stunned by the sky. I'm stunned by the whole situation. Okay. I know, Rob, I shouldn't tell anybody. But also, it's not just the beauty and all the cool, you know, there are graffiti there. Yeah. The brown people. Oh, Yvette knows. I, I didn't want to say my mom, my mom is probably like cheering in her, in wherever she is now and on the other side, which I know she is because Josie, my girl tells me all the time. She's like, girl, your mom is fucking going crazy. She's talking too much. And I'm like, I know Josie. I'm so sorry. And my mom's like, I love Josie. She's, she's so cool. You know, I love her handle Mexican in paradise. Oh God. Yes. Thanks mom. Thanks for dropping by. Love seeing you always. Um, anyway, I get down to the art walk and here's the thing. Oh, the barber, the barber is in the back of a tattoo parlor. LA, New York, you got nothing on these feet, fucking people. And also they're nice. When you walk in, they're kind. Hey, everyone says, hello, how are you? They look you in the eye, but they're not trying to, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe some people are, I, I do hope. <laughs> but there's such a kindness and a friendliness and an authenticity. There's an authenticity here that's really missing on both coasts. And I'm sorry to say, but I've been looking for this my whole life. Thank you, Albuquerque. Because look, I can leave uh, a barbershop in the back of the tattoo parlor, walk down the street and watch skateboarders jumping over beautiful brick structures where their friends are filming them and taking pictures. And it's like, taka, 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 taka. and then I can walk a little further down and see murals being painted live graffiti happening live in front of my face and everyone's like hey how's it going hey how's it going are you out of your mind okay so i'm kind of having a good time here right but i get down to the art walk and i can't even believe how many people know me what i gotta give a shout out now if they're watching because i gotta give shout outs to my locals first of all it's bareface omen of course we're all pals we it's not even but it's bareface's brother stephen what sold so many paintings did so great on that night let me tell you there were more people than ever the streets were blocked off there were people playing live music there was a dude rapping there was a fucking munchy truck uh, cool instead of the school bus it was the cool bus there was a guy playing dance hall on off speakers that looked like a big old uh radio it was gorgeous jewelry pottery clothing art people doing it live in the streets happening right there then that boom 
just heartbeat of the streets. Okay. Bug Funeral. I love you. Albuquerque or, or ABQ crew. AKA Gilbert. What's up, Junior? Um, so many people, just so much fun, such a good time. And then Bareface told me to go into the mansion across the street. Mansion? What's at the mansion? And he says, it's a photo show, but it's celebrities' photos. Okay, so I go, of course I'm going to go. I got to go check everything out. So I go to the mansion. And at the mansion, it's built in 1905 and it was the old Dr. Pierce house. So of course, as soon as I get let in, I'm like, hello, is Dr. Pierce home? Can Dr. Pierce play? Is there a doctor in the house? You know, I can't shut, I can't shut up. So it's all celebrity photographs as soon as you walk in and it starts, I see the first person I see is Cheech Marin. And I'm like, there's a hero of mine right there, Donna, Donna. And then the guy who's walked in behind me completely runs away from me because he's like, is this lady going to yell at the at the pictures all the, the whole time she's here? Yes, sir, I am. Yes, move away if you don't want to hear me do impressions of every picture that I see. Okay, so if you want to laugh, if you want to go have a good time, I did cut that out. I edited that piece out. It's about three minutes. You can go and watch that from the Albuquerque Art Walk because what a blast. I'm not going to redo it for you, but I will tell you, <laughs> I met the artist and he was hilarious. And I, the first thing I asked the photographer guy, the artist, I said, Dan, you must have partied hard. Because, I mean, these are pictures of Cheech Marin, John Belushi, Dolly Parton. I'm like, this is a party. This dude knows how to party. This dude is good at a dinner party. Like, I want to sit next to this fool at a party. Do you know what I'm saying? Never run out of stories. Never run out. He's like me. Like, we could just chat forever and always. I also really enjoyed the mansion because they were all senior citizens in there that were working there and handling things and the photographer. And so everyone to me was like, young lady. And I was like, oh, <laughs> me? And so that was really nice part too. That part. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? What else? I uh, I miss the beach. Is that weird to say? It's not weird to say, right? There's no beach here. And I didn't realize how much I was used to going to the beach. I missed my little beach. So there you go, LA. There's your love, LA, New York. There, there you get your love back. Okay, I'm sorry I took it from you and made it all hip here at the... Albuquerque, but it is. It's so hip. <laughs> like you kind of just can't even believe it. Everyone's really who they are. It's not like in LA or New York where the trends will change. Like that's what's interesting. I think I've noticed. And I've only been here for four months, but I but I've noticed that people are who they are, and like maybe they've changed in a certain way, but this is who they are and they embrace it and it's like ooh, that's nice and that was happening in LA and New York culturally in the pockets you know what I mean like in LA um I mean sure the Russians wanted to be black and you know they all wore sweatsuits and were like hey bro the, uh, hey, hey, man, uh, I like the Migos. You know what I mean? Like they were, it was like that. But for the most part, culturally, like Hispanics, very proud. And uh, But LA is a tough one because, you know, most people go there to get famous. And it's that makes for a very strange town. Whereas here in Albuquerque, people come here, I think they just wind up here or they're born here or they wind up here like transfixed. Like I am like, Oh, and I even said that to the woman. Oh, okay. I got to give shout out for the girl who made these earrings. 
all chola. Now I was looking at her uh, her vending um, table at the art walk and I was like, oh my God, this reminds me of like all the girls that I knew in school and all the girls that I hung out with and oh my God, Lupe and fucking, oh my God. And so I, uh, I ended up buying these um, from her. Uh, Rose with a hoop, yes. And you can go to allchola.com. That's her website. And she was so sweet. And I was like, girl, and I kept telling her, you know, I really love this place. And I, I, and your stuff is great. I love your stuff. And you guys look me in the eye and everyone talks to me. And she goes, yeah, girl, that's why they call it the land of enchantment. And I was like, oh, my God, it's true. That's the thing. That's like the, you know, it's not like New Hampshire. Live free or die. Like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Oh, I was trying not to curse. Oh, it's so hard for me not to curse. <laughs> it's hard for me not to curse. And El Paso, you're in on this, too. El Paso, I see you in there. Uh, you are in on this. So uh, I will tell you, I was scared to ride my bicycle, scared, scared, scared. And then I got brave and I rode it. So I'm feeling pretty good. And I want to give a shout out to Danielle Biggs, Big B, uh, AKA the pivot queen, pivot queen on Instagram. She is very, very, very insightful and smart and, uh, tough and she is a she's a good one to follow so please get a get in that follow that gal uh but going back to my my earrings i also wanted to talk about this ring yes this ring that you see with your very eyes it's got some um pyramids on it and i'll tell you what it was a gift okay yeah what jessica how, who are you getting rings from? What's happening to you in Albuquerque? Well, I'll tell you. I'd love to tell you. And here I go. <clears throat> well, after I ended the show on Friday night, I found 505 Ground. Shout out to 505 Ground. What's up, homie? That's my homie now. Because, you know, if you joke about blowing someone and they're cool about it, that's your homie now. So uh, he he and I saw one another and you know, I love to talk about him and talk about his work. He's a beautiful, I call him the stamp man, stamp man, the stamp man, five or five ground. And he's like, Hey, nobody's called me the stamp man before. And I'm like, how could that be? That's all you do. That's what you do. It's you stamping all kinds of copper and silver and shit. So I'm like stamp man. So he, uh, he and I saw one another. He was set up next to Alchola. And so I was like, Oh my God, all my favorite folks in one area. It was kind of, my mind was, being blown and so now i now when i see 505 ground i you know we hug we're friends now it's the homie so he's like hey and he goes uh, and we're talking we're catching up a little bit and he goes uh hey you know i was hoping that i would see you and i said oh really why what's up and he goes i wanted to give you something and i was like oh, <laughs> me and he goes yeah i wanted you to you know you've done a lot you've talked about me a lot you've talked about you've mentioned my my uh my shop and you know and so like he felt like he, and he goes i wanted to give you a ring <laughs> if you like to let me put a ring on it if you, you know cue beyonce bitch cue beyonce bitch <laughs> what so of course i'm always embarrassing myself so i go um a ring don't you already have a lover too <laughs> and he was like ah. i mean it's good that we can laugh but i mean really if you like it, then you should put a ring on it. 
uh, uh, hey, stop that. That is just because you're not cursing doesn't mean that uh, uh, doesn't mean what we know it means because it means we know what that means. Okay, it's been almost a year on, on the Quar Quar lockdown. And next week, I am dedicating uh, half of the show to what the hell happened. Coronavirus! Do you remember that? It seems like yesterday, and yet it seems like 17 years ago that Cardi was singing about coronavirus and then the. Uh, and then they remixed it and, uh, you know, so much. You want a dollar? Um, I miss the beach. The, uh, the apartment that I live in now has security. I'll leave you guys with this. I was very excited to see that they put in a security gate on the, the place where we live in. Because listen, as a person who's only lived in New York City and in Hollywood, I, I always figure you move somewhere, there's going to be some bars. There's going to be some gates. There's going to be a buzzer or five. You know what I mean? Let's secure the place. What are we doing here? Now, if you've been listening to me for, since I moved here, you know there was no such thing at this establishment, which meant a lot of cars got broken into. And once in a while, there was a little crackhead over at the old mama's old spot. So, uh, I mean, not crack, you know, methy people. A little methy. Oh, what a meth. <laughs> anyway, yes. They, um, safety third from the, the, the burners from Burning Man, but safety first from the people who live in urban areas. And I didn't even know what the hell, uh, the goddamn neighborhood was. I just thought it was, I thought it was called Knob Hill. And that's kind of why it makes me laugh. Like Knob, it's not Knob Hill. I'm not in Knob Hill. Apparently I'm in the war zone. <laughs> Which makes much more sense for me in terms of my kind of feeling like, you know, I'm comfortable in this neighborhood. Do uh, hookers walk the boulevard? That makes me feel at home a bit. Uh, shooting the first week here? Yes, the shooting in the courtyard. If you didn't hear the story, it's back in a few episodes. But no gate. Okay, so finally we get a gate. And uh, now we got the gate and it's, a sh I'm, <laughs> I'm mad at it. I'm like, fuck, I got to get that fucking card because, you know, either it's a card or like you punch in the number and then it calls your phone. So you got to buzz the phone. Look, why don't you just give us a straight fucking buzzer, man? Just a code and buzz, get it. Anyway, at least there's a security now. At least there's security now. But some, some of my neighbors, I got to tell you, and this is not to talk too much shit, but I'm going to talk a little bit of shit right here, right now. Uh, just because we got security gate holding everybody out, that also means I'm locked in with all these motherfuckers. Yeah, look at I'm I'm looking around for my looking around for my damn thing. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, thank you, Bitsy. Exactly, Miss Bitsy B knows knows what I'm talking about. Now, real estate is is a joke, right? Because in Hollywood too, like I remember they were trying to tell me where I lived, the last apartment that I had, East Hollywood. I was like, this is not East Hollywood, fool. This is the hood. Like I knew because when I was little, I had a crackhead friend, and she used to go and cop crack at that spot where I lived across the street. <laughs> I even talked to my neighbor dude and I was like, you know, my nickel. And I said to him, Hey man, did you ever know Pookie? And he goes, damn, you know Pookie? And I was like, yeah, my friend was a crackhead. My friend Sally, which is funny. It's a funny name for a crackhead. I mean, everybody can be a crackhead, but a crackhead named Sally, that's just funny to me. I don't know why. It's like Sally, like a good girl, you know, she's got bows in her hair and maybe she puts hearts over her eyes, which she did this particular Sally. <laughs> Blonde hair. 
green eyes. You wouldn't be judging her as a crackhead. And I think that's how come she got away with it so much. <laughs> I'm pretty sure now, now that I understand privilege and the way that works. <laughs> oh, Sally. Anyway, I guess I should go now. Uh, I'll leave you with this. I keep saying I'll leave you with this, but I really will. I promise you I leave you. Uh, go and go on. Follow 505 Ground. Follow All Chola. Follow Gem Dust if you enjoy my dolphin. Follow Shop Desert Moon if you enjoy my bad bitch and moons. And follow El Ch all, all, A-L-L, like the detergent. <laughs> um, hi, L. Hi, boo-boo. Um, you guys are the best. I really, 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 really can't thank you enough for coming and hanging around with me. I, I just, you know, this is what I love to do. And I can't wait to do it live again. And I can't wait to go and uh, do it locally live locally love lay yeah la 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 i couldn't think of another l word um that was that i wanted that wasn't nasty <laughs> lick there you go that's not nasty at all all right i love you guys i love you so much i love you girls guys them they uh people humans magical ones creatures i do love you Thank you for showing up for me. I'll always be here for you. You know this. Uh, this Friday, I'm very excited to interview uh, Zach uh, Abada. Is um, Abeda? Yeah, it's, I'm going to have to ask him. He's a comedian here. He's a local comedian here in Albuquerque. And I'm very, very excited to talk to him about the comedy scene and about what's going on. So it'll be 530 Mountain Time, which is 430 Pacific, 730 in East and I'll see you then. And please do me a flavor, will ya? Fucking share this, will ya? Share this. Share my thing. Tag me. Tag Get Wood. Uh, share my thing. If you're feeling generous, you can go to my Venmo at jess-wood-com. I mean, no. Just uh, shut up at jess-wood-10. Hey, Zach, I just mentioned you. He just joined. I'm I'm leaving now, but I just gave a shout out for you for Friday, and I'm so excited. And uh, have a great time. I see you're going out of town for some shows. Have a killer time. I want to come see you on Saturday night. I think you're playing in Albuquerque on Saturday night, Red Velvet Underground, if I'm not mistaken. And also, uh, everybody follow Zach and look at this chat room. I mean, follow each other. If you don't know each other and you, you see you in here, I uh, trust me, great people, great humans love. All right. Don't, you know, it's still quarantine, but I'm going to still say this. Don't suck a dick. You don't love and don't lick a pussy. You don't love and don't do anything that hurts you or hurts anyone else. And just be nice to yourself and nice to each other. And, um, I'm excited uh, for Friday. Okay, Zach, see you then. Uh, and everybody else, see you then, I hope. And if not, I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Shut up. I love you so much. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love, 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 love. More love.